This is the intersection. The intersection. This is the Intersection Podcast, recorded Thursday the 7th of September 2017. Episode 19, Conference Clairvoyance. The Intersection Podcast is only made possible through the support of its listeners and sponsors. If you have a product or service that you feel may appeal to our audience, please contact sponsor at intersectioncast.com. Hello and welcome to The Intersection, the podcast that bridges together the worlds of tech and pop culture. And today we have a slightly different episode for you. Um, Today is going to be one based on my predictions and my predictions alone on what Apple will have in store for us at their special event dated for the 12th of September. So Apple did send invitations out to um, a lot of the tech media out there and um, the invitation simply had an Apple logo which read let's meet at our place and this is to be the first Apple event uh, to be held on their new uh, Apple Park campus and in specifically the new Steve Jobs Theatre which is uh, the new auditorium that they've built for um, product product launches which uh, promises to be state of the art so we're all looking forward to uh, seeing what the venue looks like uh, but more importantly we're looking forward to seeing what the products look like um, and although Apple haven't mentioned it it's pretty obvious that this is uh, an iPhone event uh, or the iPhone or the next generation iPhone is certainly going to be the star of the show um, the same thing happens every year at about around the same time this is not going to be a surprise at all and we have had been inundated with iPhone rumors, um, rumors about the next generation of iPhones um, over the past six months, and um, some of them interesting, some of them ridiculously far fetched, um, and a lot of them um, contradictory. So um, I decided to put together this episode, um, taking all of the rumors and all the leaked information into account um, to give you, you know, once I've processed that, just to give you my thoughts about uh, what I I expect from Apple's event. Now this isn't a case of what I want to see from Apple's event. This is a case of what I expect Apple to unveil. I've had a lot of questions from people who um, who um, are, are probably more casual tech um, tech followers, and um, they've asked me questions because they, they might be due for an upgrade or so forth, and they've asked me questions about this new iPhone. Almost all of them refer to it as the iPhone 8. Um, and, um, you know, there's a lot of uh, contradictory information out there with respect to these rumours. So a lot of people are confused. They've heard shocking stories about the price point. Could it be more than a thousand pounds? They've heard all sorts. So what I'm going to do is to put things into perspective and to use common sense and logic uh, and to uh, weigh up uh, in terms of the leaks, um, the source of the leaks, who, who I consider the most reliable and who I don't consider reliable to uh, give you guys my impressions of what to expect. So on with the show. Now, in terms of the iPhone, uh, this year, 2017, is a very important year, very symbolic year. Um, it represents the 10th anniversary of the iPhone. Um, and the iPhone has definitely been 
one of Apple's most, um, with the exception of the Mac, Intel uh, definitive products. Um, it still is largely their bread and butter in terms of revenue, in terms of popularity, and in terms of mindshare. And um, it, the original iPhone changed industry. It wasn't necessarily the first smartphone. We had Windows mobile phones and, 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 and Palm phones um, before, but it was the... It was just the execution, the delivery of the product. It was simple to use. It was slick. It was attractive. Um, you know, it, when Steve Jobs himself unveiled the original iPhone, um, it certainly was the talk of the tech world for a very long time. And it changed the industry. I mean, all of a sudden, you know, the, the, the touchscreen phone, a black slab with a home button, uh, you know, in the bottom, in the bottom area of the phone, it became the uh, the, tan the template, the standard template that all other phone manufacturers followed. Um, and the iPhone has really led the way ever since then. I mean, there's been increased competition from the likes of Samsung, but. Um, Apple always tend to lead the way and they tend to have the most support in terms of the industry itself and in terms of developers. So the iPhone is extremely important and Apple aren't about to deny its importance. So this event, I believe Apple, and especially the fact that it's held at you know, the first event at the Steve Jobs Theatre, named, you know, named after Steve Jobs' honour, um, in honour of Steve Jobs. I think that this is going to be, they're really going to push on the message that this is going to be an anniversary, a celebration of the iPhone. Um, and I fully expect us to sit through a very sort of long video montage um, about how the iPhone has evolved over the years. So I would say new features and um, a hint at what's to come in the future um, is going to be one of the key messages um, of this conference. Now, I actually, so this conference is on September the 12th, as mentioned, um, and it's actually at uh, 10 a.m. Cupertino time, which is basically 6 p.m. UK time. Um, so if you want to catch that conference, it's going to be next Tuesday, 6 p.m. If you have an Apple TV, there is an Apple events uh, app that you can download and watch and stream it live. Um, if not, you can just go to apple.com um, and you can stream it from there. In the past, Apple have been a bit funny about streaming it from their website. They've restricted it to the Safari browser only, although I've heard some people have managed to get it working on Edge. But there'll be plenty of... Um, you know, updates from various tech blogs on the internet. Um, you know, we've updated with pictures and commentary as, as the event unfolds. Now, there's been lots of rumors about this next generation iPhone. Um, and I'm going to start with, with, with what, what we expect in terms of the specifications. And so, so what was what leaked and, um, you know, what, 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 what sort of specs we expect. So basically, I think that we are going to have three iPhones announced. I think the main update to the iPhone 7 uh, will um, be um, the iPhone... This is the thing. People, a lot of people call it the iPhone 7S. It's not going to be called iPhone 7S. I can tell you right now that I believe that Apple are going to go back to basics and they're simply going to name the next iPhone the iPhone. It's the new iPhone. And so you're going to have the new iPhone, um, iPhone, and you're going to have the new iPhone Plus, iPhone Plus. Now, those are going to resemble the form factor 
of the existing iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus uh, series of phones. Um, I believe that they will look different in a sense that they are going to have a glass back. So you won't have that aluminium back, you'll have a glass back. It will it will feel different, but it won't it won't look too different. Um, it, it will closely resemble the iPhone 7. And I believe what we're going to see is on both the standard and both the plus size models, we're going to see dual cameras. I believe we are going to have the same haptic uh, home button that we had from the iPhone 7 series. Obviously, um, these new iPhones are going to be water resistant like the iPhone 7 series, but we're going to see uh, better water resistance and, and, and be better dust proof and that sort of thing. Um, I believe that we are going to see on those iPhones uh, wireless charging. So Apple are going to get into the wireless charging game and, you know, we can go into a conversation about how and various Android phones, particularly Samsung ones, have had wireless charging or, you know, for, for a long period of time already. But um, Apple are going to introduce us to wireless charging. I think they're going to sell a separate wireless charging accessory, um, most likely some sort of wireless charging pad, um, which will probably be um, a white aluminium slab, not aluminium, but, you know, you know a white slab um, or a silver slab. It will look very much like, I believe, the stand on a iMac. I think it might be that or it might just be white. I'm not sure. Um, but nonetheless, they're going to sell us a slab. Um, it's going to be sold separately. Obviously, there will be the Apple Premium on top of the price. Um, I don't think it will be compatible, the, the new iPhones, with existing Qi wireless charging devices. Now, uh, Qi wireless um, charging devices, um, Qi, well, Qi is a standard. I mean, Qi wireless charging is a standard. And Apple did join the Qi consortium uh, about a year ago. And I think it will be based on the same technology, but it's got the iPhone will charge wirelessly at a different rate. Whether it's faster, whether it's slower remains to be seen. Rumors are saying it's slower. I haven't got any predictions on that. I don't think if it's slower, it's something they're going to boast about, but it's going to certainly charge at a different rate, which will make it incompatible with existing Qi char charging devices. Also, much like Apple's Lightning port, and if you buy an unofficial non-made-for-iPhone lightning cable, you will get a warning on your screen saying this is an officially um, approved accessory and it may or may not charge and it won't charge. So I think we will see something similar with respect to the wireless charging capability of the iPhone. Um, but I think, yep, the glass body and the, um, the, the wireless charging are going to be the two new features of the standard iPhone upgrade and we're going to call them the new iPhone. They won't be called iPhone 8, it'll be called the new iPhone and the new iPhone Plus. Now these will have standard LCD screens um, much like the existing iPhone 7. You're not going to get a new type of display on, on, on these models. Um, I believe pricing wise that these ones are going to be the exact same pricing as the existing iPhone 7 and 7 Plus models uh, with respect to their, um, their storage capacity. I believe that they will start at, um, in terms of storage, 64 gigs um, 
of storage um, um, that will be the entry level model um, I believe the mid-range model will uh, offer 128 gigabytes of storage and the top range model will offer uh, 256 gigabytes of storage I believe that's the case um, and as I said I believe that the prices will be exactly the same as the existing iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 plus models in those um, those, those, those storage capacities um, I realize that the Apple tend to uh, keep an older version of um, the previous version generation of the iPhone as a sort of a budget entry level handset uh, which mobile um, carriers which net mobile networks can sort of um, offer for free uh, with no money down um, when they're offering two-year contracts and I believe they will do that and I believe they will do that with the iPhone 7 so you will be able to get an, uh, an iPhone 7 as an entry level handset and I believe that will be offered uh, with 32 gigabytes of storage now this is not the super duper iphone that we're all talking about that we're all expecting the uh, the one with the bezel-less display and all of that stuff i'm going to move on to that now that's the one so the the one that everyone is really anticipating is the total redesign the new model the one that has been referred to as the iphone 8 the iphone x the iphone you know, whatever this is the anniversary edition iPhone. This is what Apple, I believe, are going to pitch as a glimpse into the future of iPhone, much like they did with the um, the MacBook Pro with Retina Display, the very first one. It was a glimpse at the future of MacBook Pro. It was more of a concept type thing. So I believe Apple are going to, after they've announced the um, the new iPhone and the new iPhone Plus, they're going to announce a special edition iPhone. Now, this one is going to offer a glimpse, as I said, into the future. And I think that this will not be called iPhone 8 or iPhone Pro. It's going to be called iPhone Special Edition. It's as simple as that. iPhone Special Edition, maybe iPhone X. I don't think so. I'm, I'm going to go with iPhone Special Edition. Now, this is the one that people are, are, are waiting for. As I say, this is the one that is going to have a 5.8 inch OLED display. So we've got new screen technology in terms of iPhones. Um, this is going to have a, a fully glass body and it's going to have an edge to edge display. Now, it, there's been a lot of talk about it having a little notch at the top of the screen even though it's supposed to be edge to edge which will house all the sensors it will have that notch they it will house the sensors and on the left and the right of the that notch you have a little bit of screen and apple are going to refer to those little bits of screen as ears now those ears um will display on the uh the left side your um your service status in terms of um, you know your reception from your network and on the right side will display the time and these ears won't look they won't look unusual because of the technology of oled because the black there are no sort of illuminated black pixels black is black black is off so it will blend in seamlessly with the black notch where the, where the sensors are. So this is good. This gets all the um, the extra information out of the way. So the rest of the screen is dedicated to, you know, the app that you're actually in, the app that you're actually using, the phone's display. Now, 
Um, well, one thing about the processor, um, this is going to have a new processor, the A11 um, processor. Um, that's obvious. I believe also that the the other iPhones that I mentioned, which um, which will be the standard up iPhone updates, will also have the same processor. So that that there won't be any difference there. In terms of memory, I believe the iPhone eight will have more RAM. And I said iPhone eight, didn't I? Not iPhone eight. I believe the iPhone special edition will have more RAM. Um, I believe it will. Um, other than that, it will be an iPhone not that won't re necessarily outperform the standard new iPhone. Um, it's more about features. It's more about this sort of, sort of new form factor. And there's, like I said, there'll be an edge-to-edge -edge display. And I don't believe that we will see Touch ID in this model. There will be no home button. There'll be no Touch ID. Um, in terms of getting home when you're navigating through ios it's going to have i believe a floating dock much like the um the ipad um the ipad pro will have for ios 11 um and i believe that so your floating dock will have on it either a virtual home button the soft the software home button or you'll be able to sort of tap at in, in any area of the dock that doesn't contain an app icon to take you back to the home screen. I believe that's to be the case. Um, 3D Touch obviously will feature quite heavily on this phone. I believe because of the lack of button, 3D Touch is going to see an, an improvement. And I believe that that might also offer the way to, to sort of to, to return to the home screen. Now, because there's no Touch ID, um, that causes a bit of an issue with Apple Pay. I don't believe it causes an issue at all. I believe um, that Apple are, and, and rumors have suggested this, that um, they this phone will, you'll authenticate yourself on this phone using face, facial recognition. So this isn't a crude facial recognition the likes of Samsung uh, have offered with their Galaxy 8 and the Galaxy Note 8, um, where the phone itself has been tricked by a still photo of someone else, you know, being displayed on another phone and the camera assumes that the person is there to unlock the phone. It won't be like that. This is going to be vastly superior. Um, it's going to be vastly superior. It's going to work on the dark using in the dark using infrared. Um, it is going to be literally the iPhone's only way of a user to authenticate themselves other than putting in a passcode. But the reason why I believe this is going to be superior to what anyone else has an offer is not because I'm an Apple fanboy, not because I'm an Apple apologist, but because of Apple Pay. Apple Pay earns Apple an absolute fortune with the little chunk of money they take from every transaction. It's a very small percentage, but it all adds up very quickly. Now, Apple have the absolute confidence of many banks, many financial institutions with Apple Pay. They've all jumped on board more so than Android Pay and most definitely more so than Samsung Pay. Now, I believe that the facial recognition technology, which will use uh, 3D scanning of some sort. So there'll be sensors to, to scan your face in 3D. It won't be just um, the, an iris scanner, although that will probably factor into it as well. Um, I believe that is going to work so seamlessly to be so secure, to be so lightning fast, that 
you will not miss Touch ID. You will forget about Touch ID very quickly. And I believe that they have tested this already with the leading financial institutions, with the banks. I believe that they already approve of this. And I believe it's, it's, it's set to jet. I absolutely believe that um, this is going to be as far superior to than any other sort of facial recognition technology that um, the likes of Samsung, etc., have offered, simply because of Apple Pay. Apple absolutely have to deliver. They cannot afford to lose out on Apple Pay support. So for that reason, um, like the other, the regular iPhones, this um, is also going to support wireless charging. Um, this one is, uh, going to have again, dual cameras at the back and they are going to be positioned in a, um, a vertical, uh, configuration rather than horizontal configuration. And that is because this is going to push heavily and it's going to aid, um, augmented reality. Now, Apple have not kept it secret that they're incredibly interested in augmented reality. And at the worldwide developers conference, they announced AI kit, um, something that developers can tap into to um, uh, provide augmented reality experiences uh, for their uh, for uses of their applications. And I believe AI will factor very heavily into the uh, this uh, the iPhone special edition um, because the cameras will, um, will, will, will enhance the experience. It will make the experience easier and, and, and better and, and, and more, more convincing. And, um, I, I generally believe that that's to be the case. I, um, I also think that, um, well, I, I, I want to talk now a little bit about um so i've talked about the storage now so i i believe that the um the iphone special edition is going to um come in two storage um options it's going to the entry level model will be 128 gigabytes of storage and i believe the top end will be 256 gigabytes there's been rumors of 512 i don't think that's going to happen it's going to be 128 or 256. Um, I, in terms of the colors on offer, I think Apple are going to. And so in terms of the iPhone, the normal iPhone update, the, um, the I, let's say the new iPhone, as I, as I call it, the new iPhone Plus, um, Apple are going to offer us the same colors as the iPhone 7. So I think we are going to see black. I think we can see black, silver, rose gold, and gold for those iPhones. Um, I think we're going to see a matte black finish for black. I think jet black is going to be gone. I also think for the iPhone special edition, the colors will be more limited, but and they will be different. So I think we're going to have three color options for the iPhone special edition. I believe we are going to have black, silver, and this new blush gold, which seems to have been leaked, uh, that more resembles a bronze sort of color. I believe they'll call it blush gold and we're going to have that. So it'll be three colors only for the iPhone uh, special edition. Now, um, obviously, um, iOS 11 will also be uh, released the same week that Apple will release 
uh, the new uh, iPhone hardware. Actually, no, iOS tends to get released about a week before. But um, there'll be many new features of iOS 11 that will be exclusive to the new iPhone models. And those will be things that haven't been disclosed at, uh, that weren't disclosed at WWDC recently. I believe um, one of the new things we'll see from iOS 11 will be remarkable improvement in Siri. Now, Siri has been very frustrating. Uh, Apple have fallen behind other um, AIs such as Amazon's Alexa and Microsoft's Cortana and uh, the Google Assistant, of course. And I think, and it was well, it was rather um, interesting that um, there was no real mention of any Siri improvements at WWDC. And um, even when the HomePod was announced, uh, they didn't really go into too much detail about how Siri would work with that and um, so I believe that we will see significant improvements with Siri with the new iPhones I think there is actually going to be um, dedicated custom silicon um, which will be there to aid the artificial intelligence somehow uh, don't ask me how it will work, but I think we'll see something like that. And I think um, Siri is going to be a big part of Apple's demoing of iOS, the finished version of iOS 11 at the uh, the conference. And I, um, yeah, I think that um, that custom silicon chip that will, deal, that will help with the AI will also be used in the HomePod. And I think that's one of the reasons why Apple have only really demonstrated uh, the music side of things with the HomePod. Uh, so far so um yep siri will be a, be a big part of things um will the improvements in artificial intelligence be exclusive to the iphone special edition if if that is the case i don't think so i think they they will be there across the board um the regular iphone uh the new iphone new iphone plus will also have those same improvements um and I, um, I, I believe it's going to be a case of Apple catching up. So I think there will be some good contextual demos of Siri uh, interpreting, passing information. Um, I think Apple are going to get things back on track. You know, um, Apple were the first to uh, bring this sort of artificial intelligence, this sort of um, digital assistant uh, to the smartphone platform. And they, they, you know, they were first to the party in that respect, but they've fallen behind. They've fallen way, way behind. And I think this is going to be used as an opportunity for them to redeem themselves. And it, and it you know, it ties in nicely with the timing um, of the recent announcement that, um Craig Federici, uh, Apple's senior vice president of software engineering, is now heading up the uh, the Siri team where before it was Eddie Q. In terms of pricing, this is the thing now. There's been lots of talk about this new iPhone is going to cost a thousand pounds. They say a thousand dollars, but we know the rule of thumb is basically Apple pretty much charge the same amount. Switch around, switch switch around the currency symbol, maybe deduct fifty or so pounds or dollars to it to the amount, and that's that. So I I believe that these um, the iPhone Special Edition will begin for the hundred and twenty eight gigabyte model at nine hundred and forty nine pounds. Now the reason why I say that is because I think Apple have deliberately leaked the it's going to cost more than £1,000 slash dollars. I believe they deliberately leaked that. And I think that... um, I think that it's going to surprise people beginning at 949. And I think 
people will be more accepting of that because they expect it to be a lot more. And this is the same trick that they pulled with the iPad. When the original iPad was announced, they, they leaked all sorts of ridiculous prices, but Steve Jobs surprised everyone. Um, and I think that this will do some damage to Samsung, whose um, Galaxy Note 8 has pretty much, um, you know, it pretty much costs the same amount. Um, £950 or there, thereabouts or 920 or something like that. Um, and I think people will see it and see that the iPhone is superior and they'll go, be more enthusiastic about that. In terms of the 256 gigabyte model, I believe that will be uh, just an increase in £100. So I think that one is going to cost £1,049 for that. Uh, but 949 will be the magic number, I think. The one uh, the one grand or over one grand um, rumours is just a red hair in um yep um i think that in terms of these uh, when these phones will be released i think all these phones will go for pre-order um they'll be open for pre-order on the friday the 15th of september i believe that the release date for all of these phones including the special edition will be friday the 22nd of september um i think that apple have I one would hope they've learned lessons. Um, they've learned lessons from the Apple Upgrade uh, program, which was launched in the UK last year with the iPhone Seven. In the fact that, in the sense that it was a debacle, basically um, the entire system crashed and people couldn't get credit checked and they had to come back later. I believe that Apple will allow people, existing users on the Apple Upgrade program, to reserve a handset for in-store collection, and obviously they're going to have to go through credit check again because obviously it's a new financial agreement and i believe that will actually take place on the apple website itself so they'll get approved online and then they'll be given a date uh, a time to collect their phone uh, relieving the pressure on barclays and whatever servers that we are used to to run their credit checks um i think um that's about it from my iphone production um, predictions um i don't think there's going to be any real surprises um any more surprises i should say and i think we already know what the main new features are and again i believe the main message of the iphone special edition is going to be this is a look at the future of the iphone um it'll be treated more as a sort of a concept iphone um and and you know it will come at a premium price like it or not and this is the thing i i think that's the one people are going to want i mean there's been all this talk all these stories that have leaked about oh it's going to be in short supply and um you know there's been problems it's, it was a month behind schedule in terms of manufacturing due to problems sourcing no lead screens this is all the same nonsense we hear every year. Um, yeah, it'll be popular. I don't think it'll be particularly supply constrained, not any, any more than any other OLED handset out there. Um, I believe this is just hype, um, to generate hype, uh, to get people into just sort of uh, clicking pre-order straight away without thinking. And to, um, you know, you, the more you make people desire a product, they absolutely must have it, the more they're likely to accept a slightly higher price tag. Um, I think the special edition is going to be the one that will be be certainly in the first couple of months the most popular the most sought after simply because we have had now three years of the same iphone form factor now although the the standard new iphone the new iphone plus will 
um, we'll have have a glass back and, and will look slightly different in terms of the material. It, in terms of the form factor, it will look pretty much the same. So people want, people like to have a, the newest, shiniest thing and they like that that newest, shiniest thing to be very visible. And so I think people are definitely going to be attracted to the new form factor. Um, one other thing I want to say about iPhones quickly is that I don't think we're going to see an update to the iPhone SE. Not at this event. I don't think Apple have forgotten about it. I just think there's far too much to cram in and they don't want to take away any shine from the uh, the new models. We will see an updated SE. Um, I believe we'll probably see that maybe at the October event, if not the spring event of 2018. Now, the next generation iPhones aren't going to be the only products that Apple are due to unveil at this event. In fact, it's going to be quite a, a packed event. Apple, I believe, will also give a little bit of attention to the HomePod, the HomePod, um, which is their answer to Amazon's Echo, their answers to, to Google Home, and it's basically their, their digital home assistant, their, their smart speaker. And um, so we've seen a little bit about the HomePod already. We know what it looks like. We know that um, it has exceptional sound quality and it, it taps into Apple Music quite heavily. Um, what I was disappointed with um, at WWDC, the developers conference, is that Apple didn't um, announce any way for developers to tap into the HomePod to provide uh, sort of third party services or, you know, something like um, the Amazon Echo, like the skills that, you know, the Echo supports. Um, I think um, it's too late for the, anything like that to be unveiled at this conference, I think we might see some leeway at the next WWDC uh, in terms of letting developers do what they want um, with the HomePod. I think we're going to get uh, a more thorough demo of the HomePod, maybe an official um, sort of advertisement or something. Um, I, I, I suspect that we will see selective third-party services running on HomePod. Um, so you won't be able to add your own sort of skills or, or, or apps or, or customizations or anything. There'll be ones out the, that work out the box. Apple will have some uh, partnerships in place with uh, various developers. I think we're going to see a handful of those announced. I think we're going to get a release date for the HomePod. Um, we already know the price. Um, I also believe, as I just mentioned just as earlier, that um, now is going to be the time for Apple to demo how the, how the HomePod's actual assistant will, will work uh, and to demonstrate uh, any improvements with Siri. Um, before they really established this thing is great at playing music, so now it's time for Siri uh, the digital assistant to take to um, to shine, and I, I think we're going to see that. But I don't think Apple are really going to spend too much time in a HomePod. I mean, there's not much more that can be said at this stage. There may or may be not be a dedicated HomePod event. I don't think there will be uh, in the autumn. I think that we're going to get a release date now, um, and 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 probably in the autumn we'll we'll probably get a pre-order date. Um, that's the HomePod. I don't think we're gonna we're gonna expect much from that. Um, AirPods. There's been a lot of talk about um, Apple's wireless earbuds, the AirPods, and that we may see a second generation announced at this event because it was this time last year that the first generation was was announced. Even though there were several um, you know delays that we had to deal with before before it was actually officially released, and we could we get them in our hands. 
Um, I don't think we're going to see a second generation of AirPods announced. I think it's too premature. I think Apple are only just starting to sort of um, meet the meet demand in terms of the, the supply. And I I don't think we're going to do it. I think I think we might there might be a mention about how you know how successful they've been as a product. I think Apple will announce uh, some different coloured AirPods, and I believe that we so we're going to have different coloured uh, the earbuds and the, and the AirPod case the casing are going to be available in different colours. I think that will probably match the the special edition iPhone. So I think you're going to find AirPods in a silver casing, a black casing, and some sort of um, rose gold or gold or blush gold casing. Um, I, I don't think there'll be any difference with the price point. There'll just be an additional option. Much like um, the HomePod, um, the iMac Pro was also announced at WWDC. I think, again, uh, Apple might give it a passing mention. I don't think now is the time to really um, mention any Mac products. This is uh, mainly an iOS event. I think they may mention it, um, they may remind us that the iMac Pro is on the way. They may give us a, um, a, a release date, a firm release date. Um, may, they may sort of announced that pre-orders will be open soon. Um, I don't think that um, there'll be much more attention given to it other than that. So if you're expecting major Mac announcements, you're not really going to get it. It's more it's more going to be an aside, um, along with the fact that um, Mac OS High Sierra will be available. Now, the final uh, iOS product that uh, will be updated and, and, and the new version will be officially unveiled at the event will be an update, a follow-up to Apple's TV, the Apple TV, Apple's TV streaming box. Um, now, the Apple TV 4, which is their current generation box, um, brought to us uh, a touch um, a touch uh, pad remote control, uh, which allows for gestures um, to navigate through its menus. It also brought us um, Siri uh, on the Apple TV, and the remote control itself has a mic, and Siri commands can sort of find media for you and, and, and do things such as pause, rewind, fast forward, etc. And I think think that we are going to see a follow-up to the Apple TV. I mean, that much has been hinted at and that much is clear. Um, we're going to see one that is largely the same, but the main difference is that this is going to have 4K and HDR support. I believe that announcement will coincide with another announcement Apple will make about the availability of 4K movies on the iTunes store. Um, I have no idea how much pricing is going to be, but they are going to announce that uh, major movies will be available to purchase and to rent in 4K, and they will look wonderful on this Apple TV. Um, I think uh, the Apple TV um, will, there will be a slight improvement with the Siri remote in the sense that it, 
it won't offer any new functionality. It won't really look particularly different. But one of the biggest complaints about the Siri remote is it's very hard to find in the dark. It's very slippery. You never know what side up it is. You push on it, you end up pressing the wrong area of the remote and you're back to the sort of the home screen of the, um, the Apple TV and you've left your TV show or film that you're enjoying. So I think there's going to be some sort of notch or knob or something for you to know what side is what of the Apple TV remote. I think you may even see some lighting on the new Apple TV remote, some backlighting or, or, or something for it to illuminate in the dark. And I think that obviously it won't be as slippery. I think they'll improve it somehow, feel a little bit more, um, a little bit more tactile. I um, can see Apple also using uh, this opportunity to... Um, announce that um, a streaming uh, movie service or streaming media service for um, users of the Apple TV or for, just for anyone invested in the Apple ecosystem. Uh, but the Apple TV will be the main device to showcase the service. I think it's going to be a subscription-based service that will offer a variety of live streaming channels. Um, I think it's going to tie into the new TV app on the Apple TV, which is going to be sort of one place for programming on demand and um, live TV and, and movies. And then, you know, it, it, it analyzes your habits and it comes up with basically a TV schedule for you. Um, I think it's going to do that. I think they're also going to, this service will also offer um, limited exclusive programming. Um, so it's going to, I believe, offer Apple's um, original programming, such as, you know, Carpool Karaoke, Planet of the Apps. I think they'll announce that those will be available in 4K. And I think that um, they will, as part of this service, um, offer a small selection of movies and TV shows in 4K, but don't expect to see the likes of Game of Thrones, etc. I think it's going to be a fairly um, a, um, a fairly basic service and they're going to take baby steps with this because obviously acquiring content still seems to be a big issue. I, I the, you know, the rumours suggest that they're not there yet to announce such a service, but I cannot see them announcing a new Apple TV with nothing to show for it. I mean, you've got a brand spanking new Apple TV, I'm assuming it'll have more, you know, higher storage capacity because you're, you're dealing with 4K now. Um, but other than that, it'll be largely the same. And, you know, the last model was a 1080p Apple TV. So I think there's going to be some sort of service that will be offered and some sort of content that'll be offered on, on, on the subscription basis. I'm not sure what the particulars of that will be. Um, so that's the Apple TV. I don't expect the price point to be that more expensive than it is already the original um sorry the original price for the apple tv4 was i believe 130 pounds 125 pounds i think you're going to see the same sort of price point simply because it's things are too competitive right now you can get a variety of 4k streaming devices you're talking about your amazon fire tvs your rokus etc various android tv boxes and apple need to be a little bit more competitive in this space because they just simply do not have any exclusive content um worth sort of buying their hard hardware specifically for i mean until they have um 
a, a winning show that's only available on Apple service or, or on Apple hardware, then, you know, the other options are cheaper. So, I, you know, we'll see an, uh, an update to Apple TV, but it won't be as uh, mind-blowing as everyone might, might hope it to be. Um, lastly, um, my prediction on the Apple Watch. Um, I think the Apple Watch is going to get a mention. I think the Apple Watch is going to get an update. All rumors suggest that there will be an Apple Watch which will allow um, uh, 4G. So basically, you'll be able to pop a 4G SIM card into it to be able to um, access data services and, and, and run various data apps um, away from your iPhone, which um, which would be great because then you can stream um, services such as Apple Music. Um, I believe you'll be able to um, make and receive VoIP calls, be that Skype, be that um, WhatsApp audio, or which I think will get a mention, we'll finally get an app on the Apple Watch, and or be that uh, FaceTime, a FaceTime audio. I don't think you'll be able to make a standard uh, cellular calls um, from this new Apple Watch. Um, it, in terms of pricing, I think they'll probably have some deals in place with some of the American carriers. If you're already a customer, you don't have to pay full whack for a new pro, um, a new data plan. Um, there will probably be some sort of um, um, you know upgrade fees so, so building on your existing plan if you've got a new Apple Watch. Um, I, I mean, I don't. They'll have to announce something because the idea of paying for two separate data plans, one specifically for watch, does sound ridiculous and does sound a little bit hard for um, your average person to sort of digest. Um, I am going to go out on a limb and say that this Apple Watch um, will have a subtle redesign in the same sense that the iPhone, the new iPhone, the new iPhone um, Plus phones will will have a, a slight redesign, i.e. they they will have largely the same form factor as the previous generation, but maybe in terms of the materials, maybe in terms of subtle differences, um, it, it will be visible that it's, the, you know, it's the new model. Um, I suspect that's going to be the case, but in terms of the Apple Watch, I suspect that the, um, the watch bands uh, and the watch band attachments will be exactly the same. Um, there's way too money, much money in the watch band business. They're not going to change the bands. The band connectors are going to remain the same. Um, and um, I, I'm going to make a final sort of bold prediction in, in that I believe that um, there is going to be a new feature uh, announced for this new Apple Watch. And I think that's going to be, for the first time, FaceTime video. There'll be a front-facing camera um on on the apple watch and they will sort of demo how you will be available for facetime calls using the 4g connection on this on on, on the watch um and yeah you know I, I i can think um i i think that's come into it and that that's going to be the key feature that will make it a compelling upgrade because other than that the watch remains largely the same i don't think it's going to um in terms of uh processing power be that much more powerful than the current Series 2 watch. Um, this current Series 2 watch is, 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 is already waterproof. This one will also be waterproof. So yes, it's going to be um, communication, uh, which will be the main improvement. Uh, connectivity, which will be the main improvement. And I think FaceTime is going to play a big part in that. 
Well, that's uh, mainly it for my predictions. Like I said, this isn't a case of what I want Apple to deliver on the 12th of September. It's a case of what I expect them to deliver. Um, and uh, I'll be there, you know, um, looking forward to news on, on this, this next generation of iPhones. And I will hopefully be there on pre-order day, which again, I believe to be on Friday, the 15th of September to pre-order my new iPhone. Now, um, before I go, I mean, I've got one tip for you guys, um, because it's always difficult to get hold of the newest model iPhone. You, you tend to find that you can't just sort of walk casually into a store on, on, on the weekend of launch and pick one up. You have to have pre-ordered literally um, at the moment when pre-orders went live. And so we expect pre-orders to go live around midnight on Friday the 15th. Um, so if you stay up on Thursday night, you should be well ready for that. Um, I think that, um, if you're on, uh, if you want to buy the phone outright, your best bet is to download the Apple store app. Um, make sure one of your debit cards or credit cards, um, has Apple pay and that Apple pay is set up as a payment option on your phone and on the app. What you then want to do is on the, um, on the, um, the 12th at the, um, the event, when the event is finished, you will find information pages on the Apple website or the Apple store app. Uh, concerning the new models of iPhones, you'll have an option to mark the model of your choice as a favorite. And when pre-orders open, you can simply fire up your app or go on the Apple Store website, jump straight to your favorites, and with one tap of your finger, purchase that iPhone that you want in minimal time. You can do this in 30 seconds if you do it that way. In terms of um, upgrading with the phone networks, um, you, there, I mean, most of them had sort of online pre-orders. You will find that they will take a couple of days after the event to announce their tariffs because they like to play off against one another. It's almost like a game of poker. Um, they like to see what the others are offering to call their bluff and to basically come out with a more enticing deal. And that's why that's one of the frustrating things about the networks is that, you know, long after Apple have announced the price of this new thing, when you want to buy it outright, they take their sweet time on announcing their prices. And what you'll find will happen is that it might even be a case when um, pre-orders open on the Apple store and the networks have still to finalize their pricing. So in that respect, if you want to go for the option of ordering from the Apple store as, um, you know, as, as a plan B, you should get, again, get your payment details sorted out and make that purchase at the stroke of midnight or whenever it is the pre-orders open, because you can then still consider your options with the network. And if you're happy with what the networks have to offer, you simply cancel your Apple store option because you will not be charged until the point of dispatch. Now, um, in terms of the networks, um, I think they're all going to be expensive. I don't think anyone's going to have a, a better deal than any other network. Um, they're all pretty much going to be the same. Just be prepared. 
Um, if you want to get rid of your existing iPhone, I think now's the time to do it. eBay is always very risky because you have to deal with not only the threat of bad buyers and chargebacks, but the fact that PayPal love to freeze your money these days. Um, you get a large amount of money um, in your PayPal account, um, particularly if you don't if if you're not um, a frequent seller, uh, they will make you jump through hoops and and wait for the uh, the buyer to give you feedback before releasing that cash. So if you're going to rely on the money from the sale of your existing and previous iPhone to fund a new one, I would refrain from using eBay or PayPal. I would look at the many sort of um, mobile recycle sites that are out there. Yeah, you'll get slightly less money, but when you factor in eBay and PayPal fees, it's not that much less. And it's worth losing, let's say, another 30 quid just for the sake of convenience and, and, and surety. Because most of these sites, um, for example, Music Magpie, most of these sites um, give you a quote. Um, there are no squabbles with that quote, and that quote is honored for 14 days. So at the time of you listening to this, you could probably uh, secure a quote and be using your existing phone right up until launch day of the new iPhone and then have your um, have your um, your phone sent off to um, who's purchasing it. Music Magpie is one I've I, I mentioned um, and, and I always rate them highly simply because you have the option of either sending it into them or booking a DPD courier, which is probably the safest way because it's all tracked and, you know, the phone is left with the courier and then all the insurance and stuff. Um, you don't have to worry about whether it's going to get there or not because DPD are quite reputable and there's proof that you gave you issued it to the courier. Um, and again, they're offering quite decent prices for iPhone 7s um, at the time I checked today for the iPhone 728 gigabyte, which is the one that I have, and they're offering just shy of or 400 pounds. I think it's 397. Um, it's not bad. It's not a bad deal at all. Um, and um, you know, you 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 just arrange for a courier to pick it up on the latest date that they can offer you and you know and, and the price is secure and, and guaranteed and um, they tend to pay you if you opt for a bank transfer they tend to pay you same day and another good thing about music magpie is that as long as your phone's in good condition and by good um they mean oh, sort of visible dents or or you know or um, broken screens or anything like that but um as long as it's in good condition um they will accept the phone at the same price they quoted, even if you don't have the box or the original accessories. So you can keep hold of your lightning uh, cable and your charger and your headphones and, you know, what have you, and just send the phone in as long as it's well well packaged and well secure and bubble wrap or, or, or another temporary sort of box. Um, that's just fine. So I'd consider those options, but if you are willing to sell, obviously the date of announcement um you i mean you have the press at these these events and the press will cover the announcement and the news of the new iphones um the features that they have the prices they will be the day that they'll be released will be all over the mainstream press the day after because again it's just press who attend these events and um the the, the, the price uh the value the resale value of your existing iPhones will definitely drop dramatically the day after or even the moment the event has taken place. So I would lock in those quotations now. You don't have to take them up. At least they're there as a backup or get that phone on eBay or whatever marketplace you, you use right away. Um, 
so yeah, I mean that that's it. That's what um, that's how they prepare for the Apple event, and we discussed what I expect from it. So these are exciting times, and I said to someone I know that this is Christmas for me. So. You know, this is my Christmas. It's very exciting. I look forward to watching live streaming the event on my Apple TV on Tuesday early evening. And I will get back to you with news on what Apple have actually unveiled and what Apple have actually uh, brought to the table. Um, I'll get back to you with another edition of The Intersection with my thoughts on what was announced and my plans, really my purchasing plans. So I will speak to you all again uh, the other side of Tuesday's event. Looking forward to it. Just a reminder, uh, if you haven't done so already, if you want to subscribe to the Intersection podcast, and please do, there's a variety of ways you can do so. You can visit our website, intersectioncast.com, for full instructions. You can find us on all the leading podcast directories, including iTunes. You can also um, get alerts to uh, when new new episodes are published uh, on Facebook. If you go to our Facebook page, facebook.com slash intersectioncast. You can follow us on Twitter. Our Twitter account is twitter.com slash let's intersect. If you have any questions or feedback or anything, any suggestions on things you may want us to cover, uh, we always welcome you getting in touch with us. Um, our email address is feedback at intersectioncast.com. You can also leave a Skype voicemail. Uh, our Skype account is the same. It's the same address, which is feedback at intersectioncast.com. Well, thanks, guys, for tuning in. Um, I'm Jonathan Wabin, signing off for another episode of The Intersection. Um, I'm, I'm looking forward to speaking to you guys. Looking forward to speaking with you next week, uh, just to basically just go over you know, my, my predictions to see how close I was, how accurate I was, or how far off I was. So that should be quite amusing to run through. And just, just basically just discuss in more detail what Apple did actually bring to us and and you know and, and our impressions of that so um until then until that next time that's a wrap the intersection, the intersection.